Hello everyone and welcome to 10 Minute Country with me, James Dakin. It's episode 65, an Emma and Jolie special. Hi everyone, it's uh, episode 65 today of 10 Minute Country and we are talking to UK duo Emma and Jolie about the release of their debut single which comes out today, we're talking to them on release day, the debut single I Don't Need a Man, Um, already getting some good buzz around the media outlets in the UK, particularly with uh, people like Matt Spracklin who's already declared that the song is going to be on uh, many people's end of year best ofs and uh, he's not wrong there it's a it's a smack smashing song accomplished uh, it doesn't feel like the the debut song um from from a duo making uh, you know fresh to the scene um feels like uh, a really really fun but mature piece of work and i thought we'd give you a, a little sneaky listen if you haven't managed to hear the song as yet So you can see from that snippet that, uh, you know, this is a good modern country song with uh, interesting lyrics and, um, you know, really well thought out um, approach and uh, and, and uh, great harmonies, great harmonies. And you should check out the guitar solo, fans of the guitar solo, check that out uh, on your Spotify and other streaming services. So we're going to talk to Emma and Jolie all about the song and uh, you know how they wrote it and the inspirations behind it and uh, you know what's on the cards for the future hope you enjoy the chat and uh, i'll see you at the end of the podcast um so it's lovely to speak to you happy release day did you stay up till midnight or did you get up early Excellent. And um presumably the neighbours heard the celebrations as well. I'm gonna assume so. Yeah, <laughs> me, definitely. The volume was far too loud, but it was like, you know, this is this is a one time thing. I'm gonna just they're gonna have to let it slide. <laughs> yeah. You must have been looking forward to this for a long time. It's been five years in the making for you guys this day, hasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's literally yeah, we met five years ago, um, at music college and it's kinda of, we've spent kind of we've dipped in and out of music together in those five years um and you know we've always been we've always loved writing together and yeah together and I guess the the time kind of felt right last year to to finally actually together yeah and just give it a go together and you know we've only been together for a year obviously we've we've known each other for five years but we've actually only been together for a year so for this to happen 
you know, now it's so surreal and it's just so Literally. cool. Yes. To go through it together. Yeah, know? yeah. And, like, how quickly it's all come about. It's just like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> the fact, like it's just like the fact that we've woke up today and we're number two on iTunes. It's like, is this actually real life? Like, yeah. it's yes. just, it's so weird. It's just, so weird. It's the weirdest feeling in the world. But it's it's not just that. So for me, looking at you guys uh, and and your and your journey, people like Matt Spracklin saying on Twitter this week that the song's going to be in everybody's best of uh, end of year best of list. That must be awesome. We could just love that. We were like, oh my god, have you just said right to We were like, oh my god, and we were all like. We're kind of fangirling a little bit at this week. Yeah. We're so excited about it, and it's you know it's for, you know for people to see us, um, you know, just starting out and us not have put anything out yet, and us being so new to have that kind of support and to have people believe in us and obviously see exactly what we're what we're capable of and who we are. Yeah. Yes, it's just the most incredible incredible feeling ever. Yes, because it must be quite nervous sort of worrying about how you're going to be received by the UK country community because it can be funny at times. Yeah. Yeah, because they're so, like... Because it's quite close-knit. Yes. And everyone knows everyone. And we were just... We just kind of, like, burst onto the scene. We were like, we're going to be a part of this. And it was like... How do we, like, establish ourselves... Yeah. As, like, these two different pop country girls in the middle of a industry yes UK countries that's rapidly growing because it like it's, it's it's getting bigger every year like all the festivals and stuff like yeah. there's, there's a lot of um new fans that are coming to country and it was like we're now coming slap bang in the middle of that when it's growing yes so yeah I think we I think we knew that we wanted to come in and make our mark and it be authentically Emma and Jolie, and and I feel like this song is definitely the perfect way that we introduce ourselves into the country scene. I think anybody who listens to it will will see will hear the authenticity, and and you're not singing in American accents, but you also sound very slick and polished, and very different to what is out there, largely on the uh, UK scene now. So I do think you've got a real USP. Yeah. I do think we we do bring something different to the table and I think that is something that we're really proud of that we have got, you know, something unique and something special and we do genuinely really believe in in what we do and what we've produced and we just hope that this song will make everyone see what what we see really. Yes. Yeah, what we are. So tell us tell us how you came to write I Don't Need a Man and what the inspirations behind it were. So we were in Nashville um, and we'd wrote so many like love songs and breakup songs um, just kind of like typical like sad country song and you <laughs> had your little lovey dovey one and then we just said we were like we need to write a song about basically being independent woman and not needing a man so we come up with the title before we went in the rhyme, we were like, right, let's let's call it I Don't Need a Man. Yes. Um, and let's just talk about literally being single, but it being okay. And there's nothing wrong with that. Because I feel like both me and Emma, we've 
growing up and everything, you're always, as a woman, you're told you need a man for you to have your happy ever after. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, there's, there's no point. You're not going to be happy unless you're in a relationship. And for me and Emma, like, with music as well, that is our happiness. Like, that yes. is one of the main sources of our happiness. It's not about being in a relationship. Like, it's doing what we do. And then we just went in there with Emily and we just said, like, this is what we're going to do. And we wrote it within an hour. And as soon as we wrote <laughs> it, we were like, this is the one. Yeah. This is going to be our single and that's it. We knew straight away that it was going to be what we wanted to release first. And I think that, you know, like Jodie said, we went into the right and we knew 100% what we wanted to write about. And I think a lot of times, you know, like you, you'll hear a song and it will like, you know, speak to you so much. And we wanted to have that, you know, for our song to be like that, to reach other people in the whole, you know, female empowerment sense where you don't rely on a man to determine your worth and you you know you shouldn't care about their opinion it's you know um it's a you know it's a self-love track and it was something that we we felt so strongly about getting that message across because what like Jolie said you know you grow up with um certain ideas that like you see in a Disney film that you can only get somewhere in life and do certain things if you're in a relationship and I guess even I, I kind of grew up with the idea that you get married and you have kids and that's just the way that life that's has to it. go. Sure, you know? yeah, it's yeah. It's not like that. It's not realistic. And, you know, if you don't want to get married, you don't want to have kids, then who cares? Like, yes. But yeah. life. And, you know, we wanted to just make a song that was giving a better meaning than to what young kids may be getting today, which is that, yeah. yes. you know, like, love yourself and don't rely on a man's opinion mm-hmm. basically. be your own boyfriend huh? <laughs> yeah. i was going to ask what are your favorite lyrics from the song because i really like that thanks for the observation line yeah we love that one we have <laughs> both of our favorite are the um he and i have met and if i'm being real i think cinderella, cinderella got, a bad, got a bad deal yeah yeah kind of I think that line came from the whole like inspiration of the disney disney because it was more um if you are like obviously everyone every most kids when they're younger they watch all these disney films and if you look at pretty much every disney film apart from frozen they changed it up a little bit um but having you know sleeping beauty only can wake up from her deep sleep when she's had a kiss from a man yeah, you know, yeah things like that and it's just so unrealistic it's so like and it was the idea that cinderella may have got a bad deal prince charming may not have been all he seemed and it was yeah. a prince charming is the be all and end all and that was the message we wanted to get across and putting yeah. it in like a disney sense was it just gave like quite a funny element to it and it was we yeah we just love that i think it's, it's such a cool lyric yes and as well because it was like um where we've had like really bad relationships and you think like oh i've met my prince charming and he turns out to be an absolute you know <laughs> it was like she may have met a Prince Charming, but, you know, in actual fact, he's a bit of a, you know. Yes, you can, you can say it, you can say it. <laughs> I'm like, sitting there thinking, I don't even know what word to call it, so I'm just going to let it be silent. <laughs> the other thing I wondered, because you guys are quite prominent on social media platforms and Instagram and places like that is, was any of this fuel, do you get a lot of unwanted male attention on there? And how do you deal with that? I literally have experienced uncomfortable unwanted male attention um 
I come from a modeling background and I've had some extremely like inappropriate comments mm. in my DMs and I think even on our band account we've had, you know, some just comments questionable comments. Things aren't, if some things aren't, you know, like just things that are a complete like it's just so unwanted and yes. you know, if I've we blocked someone the other day, didn't we? Yeah, and it's like if I've not given you permission to send me that picture, don't do it. Like yeah, it's yeah. not okay. Um, and yeah, like I think that's it is a big thing to getting that unwanted male attention is is it can be quite intrusive and it can be really uncomfortable. Um, so I think yeah, we have experienced that. And to any men out there who think that that's acceptable, please know that it makes us all really uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I don't understand. But, Being a man, I don't understand the mentality of the, the guys who think that that's going to be uh, accepted in any way, shape, or form. No, but well, it's just some men strange. So. Yeah, it's, it's. It's. I guess. I. In my opinion, it comes around. Men who are often very narcissistic, who seem to think that they're, you know, that they don't have any, that they don't have the mindset to be able to care about what we're. They don't know. They don't know what boundaries are. Mm. Yeah, they don't care about. They have no concept of it. Right. Yes. So it's more like I'm going to do what I want to do, and I hope that you know, and it it doesn't just doesn't come into their brain. Yes. Going to affect people. Tell us, tell us what it was like writing with Emily Hackett then, and what impact she's had on you. Emily, oh, she's our queen. I, I actually, I do think I'm a bit in love with her, to be honest. Like, she is just everything. Like, when she writes songs, you know, we just uh, sit there and think, how on earth did you think about yeah. that? That is just pure, like, gold. Like, she's just out of this world talented. And I think she's one of our favourite people to write with anyways. But to have her on this track, you know, I couldn't think of anyone better that we yeah. wanted on yes. the track. Um, she had, you know, she came, we, we had the most fun um, session and, you know, we all had this such a good energy and we had such a laugh and it was like, she, even though she is such a big inspiration to us and in that sense, you know, it can be intimidating writing with someone who mm. you genuinely have so much admiration for, but she made us feel so comfortable and so at ease and she totally got what we wanted, you know, she's everything we wanted to say. Yes. That's something we love so much about Emily is that, you know, she, she takes on what we say and she'll elaborate and, and get out exactly what we want to say and get all these cool, like quirky lines in there. And, you know, she, it was just the best experience. We wrote with her a few times now and every time the song has been so, you know, it, it's been so successful, it's been a, a really successful write and we get so excited when we know we're going to write with her because we know that it's going to be, you know, a really great song. So An amazing song. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm t- picking up on the intimidation bit. When you went out to Nashville, was it was it hard not to sort of just be intimidated tourists? Was it difficult to think, actually, we're musicians out here to do writing? Mm. I think because there is, there is an overwhelming amount of talent out there. Like, it's crazy how brilliant people are but then I think where I think when we're out there and when we're writing um I just feel like we've learned to like be like do you know what we're different like we have a little edge about us mm-hmm. that makes us stand out from everyone else it's like we need to like be so confident in ourselves and I, I feel like we've, we've made that now especially um 
with the release and everything, I feel like we've really kind of managed to like brand ourselves and make ourselves stand out all the while, like not being like just, you know, sunk in the middle of Nashville. Yes. In a sea of artists. <laughs> I feel like we, we could you know, claw our way out and, like, prove to everyone that, you know, we are good enough and that we want to break America yes. effectively in the future. Like, that, that is our main goal. If I could fly you out, if we could get the Triple Threat team to fly you out tomorrow and write with anyone currently playing or singing or writing in Nashville, who would you choose? Joshua. Joshua. <laughs> <laughs> you'd have to this fight sense. you'd have to fight Imogen then for that would you oh, yeah we bonded so much over our love for Josh Kerr honestly it's probably borderline unhealthy how much we all love him <laughs> yeah. well you know if she's uh, if she's worth her salt as your manager she should bring that about well I've got full faith in her yes I really <laughs> and so you're playing uh, Dixie Fields on Saturday how cool is that very exciting. We yeah. actually went to watch it. Uh, we, went, we went to watch Dixie Fields last year. Um, and it's, it's been the same with, you know, Dixie Fields and Songs Tough Projects. We went last year and we were like, this would be so cool if we could do this. And mm -hmm. it's like next year we've got, you know, we've had this opportunity. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's super exciting. And, um, yeah, it's going to be amazing. And then C2C yeah. next year then? Oh, Please. no, we'd, we'd, we'd hope so. That'd be amazing. Yeah, I was due to go this year, um, so I was really gutted when it got cancelled. But I think it's, you know, it's amazing. And, you know, so many of our now friends that we have in UK country um, have played and would we'll, we'll be playing yeah. last year. So it'd be amazing if we yes. could do it as well. And if if we could have a look on your phones, what would how many song titles would we see and how many more songs have you got up on your sleeve? You'd see a lot of songs. A lot. <laughs> and, and just song titles, little one-liners, maybe a couple chords in there, a, a chorus. Um, but, yeah, we've got we've got loads of stuff in the pipeline, really. We've literally got, um, you know, we're already planning another release before the end of the year. Mm -hmm. and yeah. We, we, we've, we're planning an EP. And we've got, you know, especially actually in lockdown, we've had a lot of successful rights. We've done a lot of Zoom rights. We... We actually zoomed with Emily Hackett. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah. So we've done like some really uh, Laura Oaks. Like we've done these loads of Zoom rides, and they've all been really successful. Successful. So I think we were pleasantly surprised by that, and we've come out with like really strong material. And now we're like, so which ones do we put on the? EP? Do we go with now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And that that's a that's a, a, a lovely problem to have. Yeah. Yes, I'm Yeah. <laughs> Well, look, congratulations on today. I'll let you get going so that you can enjoy the rest of the day. And let's hope I, I might hear the squeals in the Midland when you hit number one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I hope so. That'd be incredible. <laughs> all right. Thanks ever so much, uh, guys. I, I could have sat and chatted to you all morning, but you do need to go away and celebrate. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so, so much. Have a lovely rest of your day. No, likewise. Bye. Take care. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. There you go. I think uh, destined for big things, Emma and Jolie. I Don't Need a Man is a cracking song. It's, you know, a, as good as anything in the modern world of country music on either side of the Atlantic, in my opinion. So go stream it, go buy it, help the girls get to number one, 
and uh, it's exciting to see what they've got coming down the line in the future. Stay, stay tuned to, to Lyric and the Destination Country team as, uh, as, as we help uh, promote their music and, and we hope that you like what they do as much as we do. Um, I've been James Dakin and this has been 20 Minute Country, but a bloody nice one. <laughs>